Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Father in heaven, thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us your word today. We ask you, Lord, to open our eyes to see the truth of heaven and open our heart to receive the incorruptible word of God. Open our ears to be hearer of your word and give us grace to be doers of your word, Father. Thank you, Lord. We believe that your word will increase the faith in our heart today, and we will be able to practice what we learn. We ask you, Lord, to be our teacher, and we surrender to you as your disciple. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you very much for spending time with me in this teaching, and I believe that if you can practice what you learn in this teaching, your life will never be the same you will experience marvelous grace of God in your life. In this teaching, I would like to talk about the word salvation. The word salvation in the Greek language is the word zoso. The word zoso from the Greek language was found in the New Testament more than 100 times. I studied and find out that it was used about 110 times. And it was translated in different words such as saved, made well, delivered. The word so-so or salvation that we read in the Bible means many things. Number one, it means to save or to keep safe and sound to rescue from danger or destruction. It also means to save a suffering one from perishing, such as from sickness and disease, or from punishment. This word has a very big meaning that affects our whole human personality. It also can be translated as made well, healed, restored, preserved, restored to health. It means that we are preserved from danger or from destruction or rescue us from destruction. It also means to deliver somebody from the penalty of Judgment is a big word. Many times Christians think that the word salvation is only about forgiveness of sin and we don't have to pay for the penalty of sin or we don't have to go to hell. But the word salvation also means much deeper than that. I would like to read some scripture to show you the word so-so in the scripture and how it is translated. For example, in the book of Matthew, chapter 9, 
21-22. The Bible says, For she said to herself, If only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well. But Jesus turned around, and when he saw her, he said, Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. And the woman was made well from that hour. You can see here, the word so-so was translated into the word made well. This lady was healed by the anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. She used her faith and she was also or saved or made well. She was cured from an incurable disease. In Matthew chapter 14 verse 36, And begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touched it were made perfectly well. Again, the word so-so was translated as made well in this scripture, or healed from a sickness. Mark chapter 5, verse 23, And begged him earnestly, saying, My little daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and she will live. In this situation, this daughter was very sick, and she could have died. But Jesus came and healed her. From her sickness, the father said, if you could have laid hand on my daughter, she would be healed. Zoso, healing from sickness. Mark chapter 5, verse 28. For she said, if only I may touch his cloth, I shall be made well. Again, the word made well in this scripture is the word zoso. Mark chapter 5 verse 34, and he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. You can see here again, so-so is not just about forgiveness of sin and be delivered from the hand of the devil, come out from darkness and entering into the kingdom of heaven. A lot of Christians use the word salvation only in the aspect of being forgiven of sin and receive the eternal life in heaven. They do not understand that salvation includes healing, deliverance, saved from calamity, perishing, accident, broken relationship, broken marriage, set free from curses. The word salvation includes everything of the human life. Mark chapter 6, verse 56. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, and in the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. Again, were made well. Zotso, salvation, that a lot of people were healed by the anointing upon Jesus' life. 
Mark chapter 10, verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Zoso, in this scripture, talk about heal from blindness. Luke chapter 8, verse 48. And he said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. This is another example of Zoso made well. Acts chapter 4, verse 9. If we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well? Zoso. This man was healed from sickness. Acts chapter 14, verse 9. This man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed. Sought so again, salvation or saved is translated into the word healed. James chapter 5, verse 15. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. I pray that I will have more and more faith in my life as I walk with Jesus longer and longer. And I pray that you also will have more and more faith so that you can pray the prayer of faith that will save people from sickness, disease, and from attack of the enemy. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Again, James chapter 5, verse 15, translated the word so-so into the word healed. Luke chapter 8, verse 36. They also who had seen it told them by what means he who had been demon-possessed was healed. In this scripture, Luke chapter 8, verse 36, the word so-so was used for the situation of a person being delivered from the demonic attack or the demons were expelled out of him. Again, the word so-so is not just about forgiveness of sin and have eternal life, but include physical healing, emotional healing, and deliverance or expelling demon out of a person. Luke chapter 8, verse 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Do not be afraid, only believe, and she will be made well. Again, she will be made well, sought so. Another situation happened to a man named Lazarus. Lazarus was so sick, and eventually he died. And when Jesus showed up, Jesus raised him from the dead. Not just only raised him from the dead, Jesus healed him from that incurable sickness. John chapter 11, verses 11 to 12 say, These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. Then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleep, he will get well. So, so, raise a person up from the dead. All of this example help us to understand that the word so-so or salvation in English includes many, many areas of life. Physical healing, deliverance, 
raise a person from the dead, save a person from perishing, from trauma, from accident. This word is a big word in the Bible. Is the will of God for all of us to be delivered from every evil work, and is the will of God that we are preserved from all the work of the enemy. Protect us. He protect us. He set us free from the work of sin, the curses of sin, and the work of the enemy. Second Timothy chapter four verse eighteen say. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work, and preserve me for His heavenly kingdom. To Him be glory forever and ever. Again, the word "preserve" here is the word "sozo" in the Greek language. God's ongoing preservation will extend throughout our life, and salvation is a Work of the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ that includes every part of man's being, and eventually the final salvation happened when Jesus comes back the second time. We will have a new body. We will be in eternity in heaven with the Lord Jesus. That is the final sozo or salvation. I like the conclusion of. The prayers of the Apostle Paul in First Thessalonians chapter five verse twenty-three. This is what Paul prayed: "Now may the Lord of Peace Himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ." You see, salvation cover our spirit, our soul, and our body, and it is consummated only by the resurrection of the body at the return of Jesus Christ. This is a reality of life. No one enter into the wholeness of salvation in one setting or one transaction. Each individual come into salvation in process. That's why I like the word that the Bible talk about: from glory to glory to glory. And that is my personal experience too. That the Lord saved me from different things, little by little, as I walk with the Lord longer. More aspect of salvation come into my life. Most people in the world enter into the salvation in the area of the forgiveness of sin, and the name of that person is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. And that's what happened to me. I received the first stage of salvation by inviting Jesus Christ into my life, repenting of my sin, and walking with Him. And later on, I began to experience. Supernatural healing, deliverance, saving me from divorce, saving me from accident. I enter into different parts of zotso or salvation later on. In the Bible, 
some people came to Jesus, and their first experience of salvation is physical healing, and later on, they follow Jesus and repent of their sin. There's is one member in my church. She is a woman who came to the church with final stage colon cancer. She came to the church not being a Christian. She came out to be prayed for, and later on, she got healed by God. And after she got healed, which is the first step of her salvation, she gave her life to Jesus, and she received forgiveness of sin and became a born again. Christian, you see, the process of salvation of each person may be different according to the mighty work of God, according to the will of God. In the third John verse two, the Bible say, "Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as." Your soul prospers. This scripture talk about salvation in the area of soul, spirit, finances, prosperity. God can save us from being broke, debt. God can save us from family breaking down, from curses. From sickness and disease, salvation that Jesus paid for us at the cross and at the whipping post cover every area of our life. As we walk with God day by day, we can have faith and hope or confident expectation that every area of our life shall enter into salvation. God can save us in every area of our life, and that should be our expectation. And we can experience more and more salvation, different area of life, more and more. Now, I would like to give you the keys to receive salvation. What I am teaching you right now. I learned from my personal experiences, from the scriptures, from the Holy Spirit, and from observing the life of Christians all over the world. How a believer like you and me can enter into different aspect of salvation. The first key is in Philippians chapter two, verses twelve to thirteen. The Bible says, "Therefore, my beloved." As you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. God wants to save us so that we can be stronger. We will be blessed. Prosperous, rich, healthy, strong, so that we can do the will of God in our lifetime before we go to heaven. The Bible talk about working out 
your salvation in this scripture in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verses 12 to 13 in another translation say work hard to show the result of your salvation that is in another translation the translation say that we need to be careful to do the right thing or the good thing careful to do the good things that result from being saved or salvation what i try to say is this as a believer we have faith that jesus saved us zozo belong to us he has given us zozo our salvation by grace and we receive through faith and faith without action without deeds is dead if we really have faith we going to act on what god tell us to do if god tell us to do this we do it god tell us to read the bible we read god tell us to go to church we go to church god tell us to forgive those who hurt us we forgive we walk with god by faith and our faith followed by actions of obedience we work out our salvation in other words we do the best to obey the lord to walk with god in actions not just having knowledge in the head but do nothing about it when i first got saved in 1981 i decided that i going to work out my salvation i going to show to god that he saved me I will obey him. I began to attend the church every Sunday, study the Bible, join the Bible study group. When God told me to forgive somebody, I forgave them. God told me to pay tithe or ten percent of my income to my local church. I did. God told me to serve, to help my pastor. I did. I worked out my salvation. I did everything that God told me to do. I know this much. This is the level of Bible knowledge I have. I practice everything that I know. And as God give me more knowledge and understanding, I practice more. I don't sit at home watching TV doing nothing on the couch. I work out my salvation. I step out by faith to do what God say. faith without stepping out to do something god says will not work you remember the children of israel step into the jordan river by faith and they got their salvation they went into the promised land and they came out from poverty slavery and they entered into the prosperous life in the promised land because they step out to do something what god told them to do this is a reason why we need to be diligent in learning the word of god studying the word of god knowing what god want us to do how we can walk with god the bible say clearly in the book of hosea chapter 4 verse 6 my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge you need to work out your salvation by 
being diligent in knowing the word of God. The reason I have been producing a lot of teachings and giving out for free of charge because I know that God's people will be destroyed if they don't know the knowledge of the Bible. So God anointed teacher like me to produce the teaching, feed the flock, feed the lamb of God, feed the disciple so that they know the truth and they can work out their salvation every day. You just follow what God say. You do what God say. You take action of your faith and you're going to see salvation come into your life. We need to know God's truth. Proverbs chapter 4 verses 20 to 22. My son, pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. The word of God is like medicine. So the second key, the first key is work out your salvation. The second key is that you need to really pay attention to the word of God. Keep your eyes on the word. Single focus. Believe in what God say in his word. And also keep them in the midst of your heart. Have faith in it. And practice it. If you can do this, you can receive salvation in different areas of your life. At the end of this teaching, you will hear the testimony of a person who keep listening to the word of God and receive the word into her heart. And eventually, she got the breakthroughs in her life, physical breakthroughs, financial breakthroughs. She received salvation from God because she was diligent in receiving the word of God. This is why Jesus said in Mark chapter 4, verse 24, Then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. How many people want more salvation? You want more salvation? You want God to give you more different areas of salvation? Take heed what you hear. And then Luke chapter 8 verse 18 say, Therefore, take heed how you hear. For whoever has to him, more will be given. And whoever does not have, even what he seemed to have will be taken from him. Is it possible that a person who claims to be a Christian become lazy, don't go to church, don't read the Bible, don't listen to good teaching, the faith starts to go downhill, that person may be healed from sickness and disease three years ago, but he become lazy, he doesn't listen to the word of God anymore, start to walk away from church, and eventually the sickness come back. Whatever he has, the healing, he lost the healing because he doesn't keep on receiving the word of God on a regular basis, on a daily basis. I want to encourage you, you should 
read the Bible every day. Listen to good teaching every day. Don't miss church. Go and listen to the good preaching. If you are not in emergency or tied up, try not to miss the church meeting. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. The Bible talk about listen to God, listen to His word, listen to His spirit, and said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God. And do what is right in His sight. Work out your salvation. Do what is right. Give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes. I will put none of the diseases on you, which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Again, salvation, healing from sickness, protection from sickness and disease, come when you receive the truth. Hearing the word of God and put it into practice, keep it in your life. You become a doer of the word of God and build your faith. So the first key: work out your salvation. Do everything that God tells you to do. Two: you should receive the word. Always get into the word of God. Read the Bible, listen to good teaching. Thank God for many anointed teachings around the world. God has anointed so many great teachers and preachers in the body of Christ, and may the Holy Spirit lead you to listen to the great message. We have technology now today. We have internet. We have smartphone. That you can listen to the teaching every day. So that is the second key. The third key: you need to build your faith. Why do you need to build your faith? Because salvation come to you by His grace. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine, talk about the grace of God and faith. For it is by grace you have been zoso or saved. True faith. This not from yourself; it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Salvation come to you by God's grace, and how do you receive that grace? Through the faith in your heart. I am a. Very committed disciple of Jesus Christ. All these thirty years, I keep building my faith. I want to have more faith. I want to know God more and more. I want to know who He is. I listen to the teaching, and receive the Word of God into my heart. I let the Word of God build my faith. I notice that this year, I know my God more than five years ago. Not only that, I have more faith in His promises, His character, His faithfulness, more than many years ago. And I notice that the more faith I have, the more experience of salvation I have in my life, and also I can help other people to have the experiences of salvation as well. Romans chapter. 
10 verse 17 so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god you need to build your faith by hearing the word of god and when you have faith you shall overcome the problems in this world you shall experience more and more and more salvation in your life different aspect of salvation in your life in the first john the book of first john chapter 5 verses 4 to 5 say for everyone born of god overcomes the world this is the victory that has overcome the world even our faith who is it that overcomes the world we are talking about the problem the sin the system of the world only he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. This passage of the scripture talk about victory and talk about faith. Faith tap into the grace of God. And when you get the grace of God, you can have victory and salvation in different aspects of your life. So that is the third key. Again, the first key is you need to obey what God says. Work out your salvation. Doing the best you can, whatever you learn from God. You know less, you practice less. The more you know, you practice more. When I first became a Christian, I did not know about tithing. I did not tithe. And one day, God showed me tithing. I tithe. When I first became a Christian, I did not understand about laying on of hand, about authority of the believer. Later on, God taught me about laying out of hands, authority of the believer, casting out demons, deliverance. Then I practiced them. The more I know, the more I practice. So I practice everything that I know. I don't put the truth of God on the shelf. I put it into my life and I work out my salvation. Second thing, you need to know the truth. You need to Read the Bible and listen to the Word of God. The third key, build your faith. Faith is your victory. Now we're going to talk about the fourth key to receive salvation. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In today's churches, we heard the word repentance too infrequently. Repentance is so good. And many times we face a big mountain or a big wall in front of us. And we feel that, wow, how am I going to break this through and get into victory? How can I experience salvation in this problem? I need salvation. I need God's help. I, I exercise my faith. I know the Bible. I know the promise of God. I do everything I could. I go to church every Sunday. I tithe. But maybe there's one area of your life that you have not repented. And if you just simply say to God, I'm sorry, I repent of this sin. Suddenly, that mountain is taken away from you. You experience supernatural breakthroughs. Maybe you have been sick and you try to pray.
pray, command, go to the church to be lay hand on. You go to see doctors. The sickness still there, and you start to complain. You start to get mad at God, and you say, "God, you say by your stripe, I was healed, but it has not happened to me." Maybe God wants you to forgive somebody. Unforgiveness brings torture to your life, brings sickness and disease to your life. So God say, "I forgive you. You need to forgive other people. And if you repent of unforgiveness, sickness will leave your body." I give you just example that repentance is so important. We need to have a lifestyle of repentance every day. If God correct us of something, deal with us, speak to us about certain issue in life, and we know it's wrong, please we should repent ASAP. So that is the fourth key. Now look at the fifth key. Look chapter three, sixteen to seventeen. John answered, saying to all, "I indeed baptize you with water, but one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal strap I am not worthy to lose. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather the wheat into his barn." But the chaff he will burn. The bad things he will burn. The chaff is something you don't want to have in your life. Curses, sickness, disease, with unquenchable fire. The fifth key to receive more and more salvation is the fire of the Holy Spirit. The fire of God. When you receive the fire of God. The fire will burn out the junk, maybe cursing, demonic activities, sickness and disease. God gave us the fire to clean us up. It's one of the keys to receive salvation. I always talk to my wife, Pasada, that I thank God that I met the fire of God in 1996. And 1997, and after that, I kept the fire of God in my church and in my life. I believe that without the fire of God, I may have quit serving God by now. Many years later, I may have gone through divorces. I may be sick. I may not do well. But the fire of God saved my marriage, saved my ministry. Save my life. It burned out a lot of junk out of me. I have salvation by the work of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God is called the Spirit of Grace. He is the agent who brings grace to me, and the Father of God is a tangible, thick presence of God who comes in to burn the thing that. Is destroying my life. He gives life to me. Romans chapter eight verse eleven say, "But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. You can see here that the Spirit of God, the fire of God, give you life. Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 to 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, Curse is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. This scripture talks about salvation in the area of cursing. Many people are living in the dark cloud of cursing in their life. The curse of sickness, the curse of poverty, the curse of unfruitfulness, failure, accident, divorce, addiction, mental confusion, physical sickness, all kinds of dark things in their life. The curse is affecting them, even though they are believers. They have not experienced salvation in the area of being set free from the curse. And the Bible talks about we receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. We need to have faith, and the Spirit of God is the one who will kick out the cursing in your life and put the blessing of Abraham on you. Therefore, as believers, we need to be in the church that welcome the infilling, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Welcome the file of God. We need to be hungry for the Spirit of God. We need to learn how to drink the new wine, filled with the fire, And we need to learn how to walk with the Spirit and let the Holy Spirit lead us, guide us, empower us every day. We learn five keys in this teaching. How to enter into more and more and more zozo or salvation. Number one, work out our salvation. Obey God. Walk by faith. Faith that produce deeds. Two, get into the word, know the word. Three, build our faith because we receive victory by faith. Four, repentance. Repent every day. Don't hold on to any sin, any wrong motive and attitude. Repent as soon as possible. And five, live in the glory. Stay in the fire. Welcome the fire of God in your life. Let the fire of God come in and burn the junk out of you. So in conclusion, this teaching, salvation is not just about forgiveness of sin. Salvation is about saving you from all the bad things the purging, the thing that is attacking you. 
including the curse, the sickness, demonic activities, failure, anything in your life that you should not have at all. Salvation brings heaven to you. Heaven come into your life. Because in heaven, there is no bad things at all. And you enter into salvation step by step, not in one transaction. We are living on this earth with the step of faith. Little by little, God set us free. This issue, that issue, salvation. And the key to receive salvation is number one, work out your salvation. You do the best you can to obey God. Don't be just hearer of the word. You are the doers of the word. Two, get to know the word of God. Listen to the word of God. Three, build your faith. Every year your faith will grow. Four, repent every day. And five, walk by the Spirit. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Receive the fire of holiness. If you can do all these five things, or use these five keys, you shall experience more and more salvation and the promises of God shall be fulfilled. That we we'll read from 3 John, verse 2, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, that we read a while ago, God will preserve you until the Lord Jesus come back. Thank you so much for listening to this sharing. I know that we read a lot of scriptures, but I don't want to share with you my own thought, my own idea. I read the scripture to show you that what I'm talking here is from the Bible. And I encourage you to listen to the testimony of an example of salvation that this person used these five keys in her life. Peace to you all. My name is Sirindhi Bratawanit, or my nickname is O. And today I just want to give thanks to the Lord and give my testimony about my experience after I received the fire of the Holy Spirit. Um, it was in the beginning of year 2015, I suffered from BPS. And at that time, I received the treatment from the doctor. But five or six months later, the, the symptoms came back again. And at that time, I just prayed really hard and asked the Lord to heal me. I have my friends prayed for me as well, but I found that it was so difficult to get healed at that time. So I prayed to God and asked Him to reveal something that I think, something that I didn't know, something that I didn't understand, because I feel that there must be something more that I need to know to receive the healing from the Lord. And after that prayer, the Holy Spirit led me to think of a friend who attend a church where people get healed. So I went there and she introduced me to a lady. She's a church member there. And I told my story to her. I told about my issue, about my sickness to her. So she 
she sent me the links of Pastor Lau's teachings about faith and the fire of the Holy Spirit. So I began to listen to the fire of the Holy Spirit topic, and I just opened my heart to receive the fire of the Holy Spirit while I was listening. And I heard a lot of testimony about people get healed and people receive breakthrough over their lives. And I mean like many areas of their lives. So at that time, I just decided to surrender to the Lord and receive the fire of the Holy Spirit. And then I listened to the topic faith, faith topic. And when I listened to that topic, my faith kind of like stronger and I became like hopeful, like I have more hope that I I can be healed. I could be healed at that time. So I had more strength to fight with that difficulties and the, that situation at that time. And um, later, I listened to the topic called Curses and Blessings in Family. For this topic, okay, actually, I listened to all links. I mean, each series, I listened to all links of, of each topic, okay, because Pastor Lao's uh, has done the teachings for like series of each topic. So make sure that you listen to all, okay? Listen to every link. So at that time, I listened to the blessings and the curses of, in family. And in that teaching, talked about um, how Christian can walk on the word of God and receive the blessings. And if we disobey the Lord, it will open doors to, to let the curses or problems or sickness come in life. So at that time, I just immediately repent from my sins. I just asked God, actually, I asked the Lord to reveal me if there were anything that that I need to repent. So the Holy Spirit let me to repent from my sins and and I just surrender to the Lord and obey his words through through the teachings. And what I found is that the word of God is true, the word of God is real. My condition was solved. The symptoms just gone very quick. I can say that it's very quick. It was very quick. And I just really feel that the Holy Spirit is real and Christians should know the truth, which are the word of God. So we, are, we, can, we can be set free from problems. So I decided to call my, my friend. She's my best friend in the United States. And I have been mentoring her since she received Christ. This friend, at that time, she had marriage for six years. And she could not get pregnant. And she paid a lot of money to get in a process called IVF. And the results just failed. 
or three times failed. Another time that I called her and told her about my experience in the holy fire and how I received the healing. She was so excited, and I was so excited, and she said that, "Can I receive the fire? How can I receive the fire?" So I just told her, "Let's pray, and you can receive the fire of the Holy Spirit now." Because first, when I listened to the fire of the Holy Spirit teaching, uh, I just received it by faith. So I prayed for her over the phone, and she just received the fire of the Holy Ghost. At that time, right away, and after prayer, she said to me that the Holy Spirit convicted me something that I need to repent from the sins that that I didn't know that I was doing something wrong. So she decided to repent from her sins, and after that, I sent her Pastor Lau's teachings. Is the YouTube links about the fire of the Holy Spirit or faith? One month later, after our prayer, after she received the holy fire on the phone, she listened to the teachings, and she called me and told me about her good news that she got pregnant. So we were so happy and we were so excited how God did miracle for us. And that was that was also my good news because she's my dearest friend. And she told me that I know for sure that this is the miracle because so many people and or so many patient that that was doing the process of IVF, so many people didn't get pregnant, but she got pregnant. So we just really cannot deny that this is the work of the Holy Spirit. After that, I uh, heard about the revival service that Pastor Lau usually run the service in Thailand twice a year. So at that time was in 2016. I decided to attend the um, the service, the fire revival service, and I got baptized. With a holy fire, and after that experience, my Christian walk was totally changed. I found out that I became stronger, and um, I have more power to fight the sins. I have more desire to seek the Lord, to know the Lord, and I have more desire to spend time with God. And when I read the Bible, there are more revelations from the Lord. When I read the Bible, when I read the Word of God, and it's much easier to obey God. So until the time that I've, I, I felt that I had received a lot of blessings from, from His ministry, from His teachings, that I had been listening a lot. For a while, and so I decided to sow some seeds to be blessing to his ministry here in Thailand. Um, from time to time, not so long after I I decided to do this to be a part, not for so long for maybe about one year. The Lord 
really blessed me back with what I sold ministry. In March this year, 2018, I received the good news that I was selected to be a coach to take care of the students who applied to go to the contest called WCOPA or World Championship of Performing Arts in Los Angeles. So I was selected and that was the good news that the Lord blessed me. But again, I thought that there was still some difficulty. There was still something that I think it was the challenge that I wasn't sure if, if this is real, if that was really possible for me. But I prayed and then my visa was approved for 10 years. And I knew that there was the blessings from the Lord. I knew that this is what God did for me. So I went there and worked for two weeks in Los Angeles. And I just want to thank God that God provided everything for me, for hotel expenses, for tickets, for everything that I need. And I prepared some amount of money for my pocket money. But the Lord just did more than what I planned. He just poured out like times three for what I prepared already. So that was like great, great things for me that, that he did for me, for my career, for my job position at that time. And I thank God for our students. They all received medals back from the competition. So that was really great blessings for, for me. I just really want to encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ that our Lord is the awesome God and He is Almighty God who can do everything. And because the Bible says that nothing is impossible with God. So I just want to encourage you that as a Christian to receive the breakthrough or blessings, we need to, to be like a woman with the issue of blood who pressed in to Jesus. She pressed herself in to find Jesus. And when she find Jesus, she received healing. She received blessings. Because um, before I received the healing, I was so hopeless. But I knew that the Bible tells us that Jesus can heal. Jesus heals like yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He still can do it. So I would like to encourage you that please don't give up on God. And you just need to press yourself in to find Jesus. And to press into the Lord. It means that we must do everything that God tells us to do. We must surrender to the Lord. We must obey His word. We must open our hearts to receive the Holy Spirit or the fire of the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure that we all can receive the breakthrough when we press in, when we obey God. Because in James chapter 4, verse 7 says, Let us surrender to the Lord. Let us fight the enemies or Satan. So 
the enemies must run away from us. So the key to fight, the key to make the enemies run away is to surrender to the Lord. So I believe that as Christian, we all have to surrender to God because this is the key for us to win the battle. When the Holy Spirit tells us that we have to repent about this, about that, and we must not do this and must not do that, we just obey Him. And what are the words that say we have to obey? Then we obey Him, and we will receive everything, just everything that He promised us. So I just really want to encourage you that you can receive Everything that the Bible says that the Lord has promised us already in His Word, He wants us to have the victory for our health. We can be so healthy to serve Him. We can have so much money or strong in financial situation, so you can be the blessings to other, and we can be so powerful in the Lord. In Christ Jesus, that when we walk on His Word, when we get serious to the Word of God, we can be a vessel where God can pour out His Holy Spirit and can change the world. So, please surrender to God and open your heart like a children to receive the Holy Spirit, because we cannot win our flesh by our own strength. We cannot do His words. We cannot obey the Lord by our own strength, but only by the Holy Spirit. The Word of God is the work of the Holy Spirit. So we need to do everything that are the things of God by His Spirit, by Holy Spirit. This is the only way that we can do that. We must do so. Receive the holy fire of the Holy Spirit and listen to God. Listen to His words. Pray to Him. Have a relationship with the Lord. Serve Him. Repent all the time. Confess your sin and keep yourself strong in His word. And I'm so sure that we all will be such blessings to other peoples that. We can lead so much souls to salvation and to glorify our Lord Jesus Christ. So, I just want to thank God so much and give thanks and praise to Him. God bless you. I believe that you are encouraged by this sharing and by the testimony. Let me pray for you that you will be able to practice what you learn and you will enter into different aspects. Of salvation or so so, Father in heaven, I believe, Lord, that your Holy Spirit shall work in the life of the listener of this teaching. Lord, shower your grace upon them that they experience different aspects or areas of salvation in their life. If they are sick, heal them. If they are in financial difficulties, Lord, set them free. From financial problems, if they have emotional problem, Lord, give them salvation, that their life will be so full of joy, of peace, and their life will be so full of the shalom of God. 
Lord, if they are facing family problem, Lord, give them salvation. The family shall be restored, and the years that the locusts have eaten shall be restored as well. Thank you, Father, that salvation come through your Son Jesus Christ. He paid the price for us, and we want to thank Jesus for giving us salvation by your grace, and we receive it through faith. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Men. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, if you have not even received salvation in the area of the forgiveness of sin, I want to invite you to step into the door of heaven by being born again. You come into the kingdom. You join into the family of God by being born again. You receive salvation by receiving Jesus Christ into your life. Invited Him into your life. Repenting of your sin and receive the forgiveness of sin that come through the Son of God, Jesus Christ. If you want to do that, why don't you follow my prayer? Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for sending Jesus Christ into this world. Oh Lord, I admit that. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sin. I invite the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, my Savior, into my life right now. Lord Jesus, sit on the throne of my life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For dying for me, for taking my sin, and giving me your righteousness. Today, I am born again to become a child of the living God. Thank you, Lord. My sins are forgiven now, and I am a child of God. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you pray this prayer to the Lord, I want to say congratulations. Your sins have been forgiven. Your name has been recorded in the book of life from now on. Please go to church, find a good church to go, read the Bible, pray, have conversation with God, serve the Lord, and keep growing in your spiritual life and experience more. Salvation. Congratulations. God bless you. I hope to see you again in the next teaching. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. So
Thank you.